Hey, what's up everybody? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike. So I was having a funny thought the other day after I had posted the riding too much tempo video and podcast. And I started thinking as I was riding this new route up north was kind of reconning a couple, I was basically riding the route and I was gonna come home and see, okay, what KOMs did I ride over? I'm gonna go ride this route again. And something got me thinking of, I wonder if I'm actually on these rides accumulating any sweet spot time. And I literally was just thinking in my head, like, was I climbing those at tempo? Was I going a little harder? Cause I was like thinking about, oh, this might be a KOM that I'll come back and try and get later in the week. And then I thought, you know, it really depends on how you define sweet spot, right? If I go and pull up my profile here in WKO and you go, well, I have it under favorites, but you can go look at your eye levels and it breaks it down. They have the percentages 88 to 95%. So I'm like, well, that's going to kind of capture some tempo riding, I think. But I wasn't exactly sure. And I really want to give Sweet Spot a fair shot. I know everybody thinks I hate it. I don't. I just hate the overprescription of it and that you know, you wouldn't buy, well, some people do buy. I was going to say, you wouldn't just buy an FTP plan because like there's other aspects that are going to make you a faster cyclist, but we're marketed to, and if you don't know enough about training, it's easy to be like, hey, I'm going to buy this. I'll get faster. And you might if you haven't trained, but I'm digressing. So what I wanted to do was in one of my videos, I also was talking about gravel and I was talking to an athlete and he made the comment that he likes riding tempo. And I think tempo is a good thing, especially if you have hills, like it makes you stronger as a cyclist, just keeping that consistent pressure on the pedals, especially if you're not naturally used to doing that. But I, he had made the comment, hey, maybe I should ride a little bit harder. And I started thinking, sweet spot. I'm like, would this be good for this person? And I, you know, I'm not, I don't have the door shut on sweet spot. And so I started to look back at old rides because one of my athletes made the comment, hey, I had been following you for a long time and you used to do these crazy long sweet spot rides. I don't see you do that anymore. And I explained that, you know, I had been, if I go back to 2019, it's right when we had started Evoke. I was running my medical device business and that's when it was like super chaotic. It's one reason why I ended up leaving the medical device industry and went full on with Evoke, things were just at a nuts point in time. And I was coaching myself, which this isn't even a plug. I have coaches and mentors for everything that I think is important in my life. At that point in time, I was riding solo and well, it showed. (laughs) it's, It's really hard when you're in the trees to see the forest. And so I was doing these longer sweet spot bouts, 120 minutes, 90 minutes, just all this just below threshold stuff. And as we talked about in some of the gravel podcasts, the word as gravel got out was, oh, it's a lot of sweet spot. It's a lot of like pushing hard. Well, I went to my first gravel race and there was a ton of VO2 max and it was really freaking hard. And I was like, this is not at all what I expected. And uh, you heard on the podcast, James Walsh, he had actually commented to me, he's like, hey, Brendan, you're one of the only people I hear talking about VO2 max training and gravel racing. If you've done a gravel race and you're not just there to like cruise with your buds, 
It is not a, I don't want to say not friendly. It is a vicious start. <laughs> you are going hard. So I said, hey, I got to give Sweet Spot a fair shot here. Maybe, maybe I haven't looked closely enough at the numbers. Let me pull up some numbers here. And the other caveat that I thought about was that I think we all need to think about. Let's say these numbers show that Sweet Spot is valuable for gravel racing. You then have to ask, but is the athlete going to go do crits the next weekend? You can't just, because even then you wouldn't want to ride just Sweet Spot. I had an athlete who was dead, dead set on chasing X watts for Y duration. It was, I want to ride 300 watts for two hours. I said, well, okay, this, you're the boss, but what is this going to accomplish for you? Why is this your goal? I just think it'd be really cool. I'm like, okay, well, you're going to race, right? Like this is not race prep. I just really want to do it. And it was during the winter and I was like, all right, this is, if you're going to maybe do like long gravel stuff, maybe like I didn't have the answer. I didn't know the answer then. And this is why I don't chase metric goals. Um, he came close to accomplishing it, but even if he had fully hit the goal, you're out there on your own on the road. What are you going to do? Pat yourself on the back and be like, okay, what's next? There's no real buildup. Like it's just, it's not as exciting as people think it's going to be. I don't know many athletes that have ever gotten the satisfaction from a metric based goal that they accomplish on their own rather than teeing up an event and using metrics to get better for an event. So anyways, I decided I would pull up the biggest gravel races that I've done, the hardest ones, um, and the ones I can remember how they felt in some different scenarios. I picked up the last two road races that I did and then a recent ride that was uh, KOMs and a lot of climbing. It was actually yesterday, four and a half hours, 90 miles, 280 TSS. I was pretty gassed by the end. And I commented on Strava, the later in the ride, KRMs will definitely fall. I was not going able to go hard enough. I was smoked. Uh, I did I normalized 360 for the first three hours. So the last hour and a half, I was still trying as hard as I could. And so I'm like, well, maybe these, maybe these efforts were sweet spot. Maybe there's something to this. So, and then I tried to hit as much data on this one as I could. An athlete that I talked to who went to Leadville, we got started talking about, he's like, hey, I think, you know, more consistent, long pressure on the pedals would be a really good thing. And I agreed. And I think in looking back, I had said, yeah, maybe some low threshold would be better. And I'm like, did he really do that though at Leadville? Like, was there a ton of time at low threshold? And then I wanted to look at one of his training loops. So we have eight files to quickly take a glance at. I almost should have made this a video, but I, I'm trying to get away from those being a talking head. So I'm just going to read through the breakdown. So Gravel Worlds, everybody knows that one. It's uh, 150 miles, super hard. One of the top races in the U.S. in my book. I really like that race. Uh, you know, I haven't done SBT. I haven't done the Belgian Waffle Rides. I'm really a roadie at heart. And then I also picked Land Run when I did it in 2019. Because 2019 was when I was doing the sweet spot work. And so I thought, huh, I was doing this. Well, I was doing the sweet spot work. That was the year that I got off the front with Tim Mitchell, Ted King, Pace McElvin, a guy from Easton, and somebody else bridged up to us. 
So I'm like, hmm, maybe there was a lot of sweet spot while we were riding the brake. Maybe there was when I was in the group. And then I got crashed out at mile 75. So I've got 75 miles of data there. And then the two gravel worlds, one was I was off the front. And then the other one was when I came in fifth and I rode much smarter. So let's start with the gravel worlds in 2018 when I had no idea what the hell I was doing. It was my first gravel race. It was actually my first ride on a gravel bike. Sorry, take that back. Second ride, we got on the day before. So August 18th, 2018, out of a seven, eight hour and 16 minute ride, because we rode there. So three hours in zone one, two hours in zone two, an hour and 58, I'm gonna do a little bit of rounding. An hour of tempo, 34 minutes of sweet spot, 37 minutes of FTP, 52 minutes of FTP FRC, which you could consider VO2 max, and three minutes of anaerobic. 52 minutes above FTP, 37 minutes at FTP. And they, eye levels considers FTP 95 to 105% and sweet spot is 88 to 95%, just as a friendly reminder. So clearly in that one, even though I was off the front in a small group, and then died, not a lot of sweet spot. And, okay, so then we'll go to 2019 Gravel Worlds, seven hours and 43 minutes, came in fifth, 160 miles, 500 TSS, two and a half hours of zone one, one hour and 20 minutes of endurance, 54 minutes of tempo, 29 minutes of sweet spot, 34 minutes of threshold in hour and 28 minutes of VO2 max. Now, people are like, well, that's not even what? Gravel super surgy. These aren't efforts that it's not like going out and doing an hour and 28 minutes of five minute intervals, but it's freaking hard. I mean, 500 TSS in seven hours and 43 minutes. Yeah, that ride. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a barn burner. On uh, 16 minutes anaerobic. So once again, sweet spot at 29 minutes is actually more threshold, more VO2 max, and more tempo. Interest, very interesting. I did not expect it to be that blatant. Land run. So we kind of set the stage for that one. Fifth, this, so this file, the number's going to be lower because it's only 3 hours and 40 minutes. 74 miles, 300 TSS. 57 minutes of zone one, 51 minutes of endurance, 49 of tempo. Seems all that's kind of like the trend that we've got going here. 19 minutes of sweet spot, 16 minutes of FTP, 23 minutes of VO2 max, and two minutes of anaerobic. So there was a little bit more sweet spot, but it's still far blown away by FTP and VO2 max. I Spoiler alert, I could stop here. Um, I'll breathe. So the Tennessee state road race, four hours and 45 minutes, 110 miles. I'm just going to get to the juicy part. 24 minutes of tempo, eight minutes of sweet spot, nine minutes of FTP, 27 minutes of VO2 max, seven minutes of anaerobic and a minute and a half of FRC P max. Yeah. We went ham up that climb. North Carolina State Road Race, 
24 of Tempo, 14 of Sweet Spot, 25 of FTP, 25 of VOT. I mean, it's on repeat. Sweet Spot's literally the least ridden zone. And then on my own ride, my training ride, and I picked this one because like I could remember how I felt on the climbs and I really thought, I bet there's gonna be a decent amount. Like this one might prove me wrong and maybe I need to like re-backtrack and, and nope, it wasn't. Hour of active recovery, hour and 40 of endurance, 45 minutes of tempo, 17 minutes of sweet spot, 19 and a half minutes of FTP, 24 minutes of VO2 max, one minute of anaerobic. And then on to the athlete that I am going to email in two seconds and be like, did I say we were going to do sweet spot because we just proved this wrong. He has a four hour and 20 minute gravel grind. It's 60 miles, 230 TSS. An hour of active recovery, an hour of endurance, an hour of tempo. Pretty standard. 25 minutes of sweet spot, 24 minutes of FTP, 30 minutes of VO2 max. So this is the file that has the most sweet spots so far, but it's still less than FTP and VO2 max. And we're gonna get to talking about this and then let's even look at the big, bad, super bossy ride. Uh, Sorry, just blanked, Leadville. (laughs) Three and a half hours of active recovery, three hours of endurance, an hour and a half of tempo, 25 minutes of sweet spot, 20 minutes of FTP, 17 minutes of VO2 max. Just the case of FTP and VO2 max either being the same or more on their almost on their own, but combined almost crushing sweet spot. I think you're better off riding surprise endurance and some tempo on climbs and then going ham. That's the big reason you need to be going hard. When I did the 2019 pre-land run, if you remember, if you've been following long enough, that was the worst spring that I had. I just looked back. Uh, Man, Joe Martin, embarrassing race. Just We got into the pro race and I didn't expect that. Uh, Just was not in a good spot. I I was doing some stuff for Iowa. I mean, granted, I rode 250 miles the week before Joe Martin. So was riding too much, just coaching myself and making mistakes. Um, but that's when I was really doing these long, super long sweet spot rides. And that's not going to get you in a faster position to do well in an event. Even if you have I, I'm trying to think of scenarios where it really does. You know, I put out a video who should walk who should ride sweet spot and I should go back and look some more other files. You know, maybe my intuition was a little wrong here. I don't know if this one guy loaded. Uh, I need to think of some like big grand fondos. Send me an email, send me your breakdown. Did you do a big grand fondo where you climbed a ton? Because that's one of the people I said should do sweet spot. And now I'm thinking it's, it's tough. I think those rides are gonna be more threshold. And that, or excuse me, are going to be more tempo. So you need big, massive blocks of tempo. And then you need the, what that sweet spot time is, I bet, is just when they're running out of the ability to ride at threshold and it's, their watts are dropping, but they're still going full on. It's not like they were training threshold 
excuse me, it's not like they were training sweet spot so that they could ride inferior threshold. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you wouldn't ride sweet spot so that you can be better at riding when you run out of the energy to ride at threshold. I hope that's coming across the right way. Either way, I'm trying to give sweet spot a chance. I'm, I'm, this is just a conversation. I'm not the Bible. I just continually find reasons not to have people ride sweet spot. I think come out of base, do a couple weeks where you've got some bursts involved in them. So you're hitting a little bit of that VO2 max. Variation is good. You don't need to be going full on ham. So it's good to bring up the intensity. But after that, once you're getting into race season, you need to be going, you need to be moving, working the endurance engine, the aerobic engine, and then you need to be going really hard. When you're going for a KOM, you're not going to sweet spot. When you're going for a race, you're not riding sweet spot. When you're trying to drop your friends, you're not riding sweet spot. So why are we training with sweet spot? Just makes you tired. All right, this one's a little verbose, but I think we covered a lot. Variety. Maybe that's my next podcast. What is my methodology? I'll make that. See ya.